This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Abby, mom's here. Dad's here. How are you? Dad was just eating. Were you eating? Por- were you eating porridge during the sound? Chicken soup. Chicken soup with you're, pastina. You were eating uh, pastina with, uh, with you know. We were, so we were just sound checking this thing really quick, and I was like, something's, <laughs> something's afoot. I hear something. Don't know what it is, and it turns out it's Pastina. Yeah. But you know we're good now. It seems. Um, how's everybody doing? Good. Full we're on fine. wedding mode. Full on wedding mode. Are you? Mm. So uh, what what does that entail? Well, we had this past weekend a luncheon that your mother in law and future wife threw for all the girls. That there really is no bridal party to speak of, but it's like all the girls, like in the family, I guess, the sisters, the sister in law. And the moms, Marky, of course, and Chelsea gave us each a beautiful little VIP bag that people will be getting in Italy, but she gave us ours now. So we had our little bridal lunch, and then we realized that the shower is less than a month away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we are in, uh, we're on in the mode now, okay, what about suits? We get our dresses, you know, blah, blah, blah. A lot happening. Yeah, I got I to gotta figure that out, uh, you know. We were, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to wear a tux. Chelsea doesn't want tuxes. She'd like to see all the men in midnight blue uh, suits, if possible. I said, you know, that's kind of, so that's what I was going to wear. Mm-hmm. But if all the guys that show up to the wedding are wearing midnight blue suits, kind of the Well, opposite. I would say midnight blue, like she would like fall tones, but I think she wants you to be in midnight blue and like if Christopher wore like a crushed velvet uh, wine-colored, you know, sports jacket with black pants, she'd probably like that, you know. It was interesting because Chell uh, had brought up to me that you know both of her sisters are, are making a speech, mm-hmm. uh, and she was like, "Hey, do you think then it should be Lauren and Chris?" I said, "Well, look, I go. I mean, if you want to ask Lauren to say something, whatever. I mean, you know, to me, it's like Chris is the best man. That's what it'll do. Right? Uh, and then she's like, "Look, you know, we we have to talk." I'm like, "All right, you know." She's like, uh, I don't know how I bring this up or what, but, you know, I talked to your brother and he said that you won't get back to him on what weekend the bachelor party should True. take place. That's right. And it is 100 percent right. And it's so funny because she she mentioned to Lauren about making the speech. And uh, funnily enough, she uh, Lauren said, well, I don't want to take that away from Chris because it's his only brother and it's like the best man, I'm sure. You always think about when your brother and sister gets married, best man, this and that. He goes, she goes, so he's the best man. So I said, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you get up, say two words, you know, whatever. 
in your own way and say, now I'm going to introduce the best man with his speech and just keep yours short and sweet and let Chris talk. So I think that's what she's going to do. Got it. But um, um, what, what, what were you saying? No, because she just was bringing up how Chris has been hitting me up oh, the about the bachelor party. party weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. I did. Uh, we talked about the bachelorette party because Lauren wants to do like <laughs> she goes, she wants to do the Rome Underground because <laughs> the wedding's in Italy. She goes, I want to do the Rome Underground. I'm like, what does that mean, the Rome? Like, Lauren, what, what do you think this is? Like, what do you think you're yeah, doing? Yeah, uh, Sheldon said to me that, that Lauren <laughs> said to her, I want a night where we get really scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? That you get really scared? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Lauren was like, you know, she's like, no, I want a night that like, you know, we, we're, we're just scared. We're just yeah. lost. Maybe we have no money on us. We have to figure it out. How are we going to get out of here? And your mother-in-law is like, I like that, Lauren. So I said, you know what? The two of them together are trouble because your mother-in-law is very adventurous and daring. Lauren is very much the same. So I said, well, you guys enjoy yourselves because obviously I'm going to be watching Marky. While that's happening, so I won't be part of that equation, mm. um, which is good because you know me, I'll have a heart attack. But uh, we did mention that Christopher keeps trying to call you to get a bachelor party together, and you're not responding. I, I think that's just it, it, that's a matter of course right now. Like I, I don't know why, but lately, I, I, you know, um, I'm getting a lot of text in general. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, or I, I just. Well, I know you, Chris has been talking to you, Al. Yes, about it. Briefly. Yeah. So I guess they're going to handle it and just have you show up. Because I know Chris had a list of names and he said, Mom, am I missing anybody from this list of who he thinks you would want there? And there were a couple of names that he forgot that we Hmm. put on. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I I mean, I guess we'll just have to see what happens and when it it goes on. I believe yours is going to be in the States. Well, yeah. Yeah. What what does that mean? Well, Chelsea's (laughs) bachelorette party or night is in Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, everybody will have a good time with it. But uh, it was funny because, it was, you know, it was great to just kind of – I know everybody went out, and I was curious to how Marky was and everything. She was excited to give her all her, like, oh, yeah, girly stuff. Marky's getting very girly. Very girly. And uh, so so that's been a thing. But, um, yeah, I think it's – It's coming. It does, it does hit pretty fast. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, five months just doesn't pass the way it used to. Well, you know what? This is what we tried to explain to you, right, Al? When they said that they were engaged in April and they said, well, let's get married in October. And I'm like, okay, October 24. No, October 23. It's like, thanks for that. But where do you want to get married? Italy. Thanks a lot for that. So a lot's been going on. And not only that, you've got your cousin getting married next week. That you have to go fly out to his wedding as well. So it's a lot going on. Yeah, we're headed out to, to California for that. That's going to be something. And, uh, you know, it's, there's, yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. And it's funny because, you know, we, we've had, uh, the last couple of episodes, we, we had Candace and Uncle Jamie on. One of the more wild situations and questions that came up, which was a bride that had given all of her bridesmaids a handbook. Um, what they can wear and all that other stuff, and she had timed crying in the in the ceremony, like they were so all they had to synchronized cry. Okay, that's wild. Which was wild. Yeah. So we were thinking through everything, and I realized that I don't know. I I thought I was just being a very low key groom, but I don't know if it's like coming off as offensive. Like I'm not asking anybody to do anything. As a matter of fact, when I'm on the phone with everybody, I'm like, look, 
if you can't make it, don't worry about it, whatever. Because I know it's 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 a it's a crazy trip to take on this amount of time. Right. So, you know, it, it was it, it was just been a culmination of a lot of very funny things. But we had a couple of, uh, of fun questions come in on that. Dear Alby Mailbag at gmail.com. Uh, should I be nervous about? It? I didn't know that Chris was in contact with you now for the bachelor party. Should I be nervous? No, I mean uh, the idea was something that I don't even know if I could go. You know, like it was like a weekend overnight. And... I don't understand when that started happening with bachelor parties. You know, Joey, we took him for a seafood tower. That was that, right? <laughs> we Lawrence when I was came a, home. Lawrence was an overnight in the city. Uh, I think I got her rooms in the Gansevoort, and uh, they just. I said, there you go. I I, I uh, went home, wanted nothing to do with anything, and then the next morning I, I met them for brunch, and we all had brunch together and like spent the day rooftop day drinking kind of thing. So for for the craziness, I left. Um, but uh, it's not insane what he wants to do. It's pretty much a, a normal night out, but with all your people mm-hmm. in one place at one time. Yeah. We had a couple really interesting ones after Candace and Uncle Jamie were on. We talked a bunch about Candace. Uh, Gabe plays, I believe, for the same exact Little League team that I played for growing up. I'm fairly certain. Um, well, I don't know the the, the, the term. League, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think the league is the – I'm pretty sure it's the same. But anyway, the reason I bring this up is Gabe and the team have full-blown Instagram accounts. Yeah. And they have these pictures, like, lineup pictures afterwards. They're all holding awards. Everybody's got a face on. Yeah. I have a hard time – picturing somebody posed this question to me you know 20 years ago oh man yeah feel it closer feel to 30 that's 30, 30 years yeah, ago that's 28 years ago yeah. <laughs> and nine years old uh that that's really rough uh at that age i have a hard time figuring if instagram is the thing that you would have an instagram account pushing no the the team no it, but it's weird to 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 wonder because you would take a video recording a, a camera to the game every once in a while. No, did you guys do that? I don't think so. Oh, we I just don't didn't think really... so. No, I I you know that's not us. We're pretty private people in general. Strangely saying, people that are in reality TV. But if you look at all our social medias, is we post very little about ourselves in that you know we're in our private world. Mm-hmm. So I would say no, especially because you know you're young and it's like look at Marky. We don't post a lot about Marky. Right? No. So we, we, we wouldn't do that. Um, let's talk about this, though. I wonder if you're actually going to segue into what I was about to say. Okay, well, let's, go ahead. let's see. I'll just tell you yes or no. Is Candace crazier with baseball than she was with cheer? I'm going to say no. No. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. <clears throat> no, th- on a personal level, she was much more involved with cheer. She was coaching. She was... Well, more you know, into it. I think she might get more competitive with Gabe in general because I could see the 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 guy aspect of it and the cheering aspect of it getting a little bit more, you know, intense. We but barely, then not that the cheer isn't intense, but you but, get you get a very different version because I feel like, I mean, cheer is very intense. I, I, I'm converted with that stuff, but it's it's a little bit different in the sense that, you know, the. I just think Candace gets being a coach too, and everything. She gets a lot more into it, you know. Because uh, we really rarely see Candace anymore, because their entire weekends from Friday evening through Sunday evening, they're on a field somewhere. They play in a million different tournaments. They're all they drive all over the state. 
um, it's nuts. I think the I think the commitment to baseball is a bigger commitment than the cheer commitment. Now, Olivia starts cheer soon. What's going to happen with that? I guess baseball will be over by the time your cheer starts. But then Gaby does wrestling and football, right? Yeah, I mean, Gabe's super active, yeah. you know, and he's he's coming along. But it's kind of wild because you see this kid, like, you know, hitting home runs and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, Jesus, I would I would have loved to have had those memories on the phone, which brings me to the next point. A moment I had kind of waited for for a while, and I was wondering if it was early. I started texting Marky the other day mm. the Instagram videos that we and her used to take yes. when she would, like, talk gibberish. And she would respond with a ton of emojis and stuff. So I thought, like, I'm looking at it like an adult. Like, I'm throwing an emoji like you throw an LOL. It's like thoughtless, whatever. And there were certain ones that she'd have completely different responses. And Lauren was sending me the videos of Marky watching it. Mm. And it was was hysterical. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. But we were going through all these videos, found a ton of other old ones that were really, really funny. And I remember I was very insecure or just would get very protective over people remember everyone would like talk about her mumbling at the time mm. so there's a bunch i never posted because i didn't want to hear it right you know what i mean right and it's wild now because she's like this her vocabulary is insane her vocabulary is insane yeah but it was yeah. pretty wild so i thought that was kind of that was that was a fun one to watch for me yeah well the, even it's 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 crazy because you miss her at that age because she was so precious but then look at her now, the way she holds a conversation with you, and she's got such a tremendous personality. She's got a very big personality, but she knows how to corral it, kind of, you know. So, uh, And then her vocabulary, like the other day, she goes, we were talking about uh, dress for the wedding. She says, you know, what kind of fabric are they looking for? Because, you know, maybe we'll just eliminate colors from fabric, eliminate colors, just her process. She's six years old. Like who talks like that? That's high maintenance. Who talks that's like gonna that? That's gonna be. That's gonna be something. What kind of fabric is the dress gonna be? Are we eliminating colors? Yeah, she's legit yeah. sitting here. Like yeah. you know, what's my what's my motivation? Yeah. Like you know, walking down. So we'll get into some questions. This was a good one. Uh, Dear Albie, I am reaching out as a concerned mother to Caroline specifically if she's available. My 17 year old daughter has recently become obsessed with the idea of plastic surgery. Every other day, she's showing me pictures of celebrities and influencers, pointing out the procedures she believes they've had and talking about how she wants the same. I understand the pressure these young girls face with social media portraying perfect standards, but I want her to appreciate and love herself the way she is. How can I approach this delicate topic with her about making her feel like she like her feelings are without making her feel like her feelings are invalidated. I want to strike a balance between understanding and guidance warmly a worried mom. You know what? She has a lot of reason to be worried because it's, it's a crazy world we live in. Again, going back to Marky the other day, she was FaceTiming her friend and I don't know, something uh, upset Marky and she, she made like a, a funny face or she started to cry something or something. Her friend took a screenshot of it. She went ballistic. Tell her, tell her to delete that picture, delete the picture. And I said to her, I said, Mark, what's wrong? She goes, look at my face. I'm crying there. I look stupid. Make her delete that picture. So she and I had a whole conversation about how your face is your face, and sometimes it looks good, and sometimes it looks funny, and then one day you're going to look at that picture and laugh, and those moments that you capture that are um, unexpected are the best ones, and I'm just trying to... Tell her that making a funny face is not a bad thing. But here is a six-year-old 
crying to tell another six-year-old to delete a photo. That's not going anywhere, by the way. It's just going to be in her phone or That's whatever. That's crazy, yeah. You know, so it's the um, it's the the way of the world now. It's just I think that social media is a wonderful thing, and I think social media is a terrible thing. And I think exposing our kids now. Her daughter's seventeen; she's not you know a child anymore. But these kids getting exposed so young to it, and you look at the faces, the duck face, the duck lips, or whatever it's called, and the peace sign, the hip hop, and the toe point. It's terrifying. So these kids are conditioned from very young age to act and look a certain way. And this young girl at 17 is saying, well, this one's doing so well. Social media is a bunch of bullshit, by the way. All right, It's a moment in time that people try to make it look like this is what their lives are like all the time, which is so not true. So it's a matter of striking a balance, like this mother says, okay, well, what am I going to do? And it's, it's really, I am so happy, and I think you would agree, Al, that we didn't have to raise our kids in this in this. Uh, social media world now because it's going to be a very hard thing to make her understand that her own personal beauty and being yourself that and and having the confidence to be who you are is the greatest um attribute to have and not being one of the pack and following the lead especially in how you look so that comes from really a, a constant um a constant work from the, you know, the mom, the dad, the family to say, be strong in yourself, which is really, really hard to do in today's world. I, I you know, wouldn't you agree, Alex? It's tough. Yeah, it's, um, it's very, very, uh, it's challenging. There's a certain amount of, um, there's a learning curve, I guess, to it. And uh, for a parent to decide how much is enough, how much do you permit? But I have to say, I, I think it's going to burn itself out a little bit because even though social media certainly isn't going anywhere, um, I don't post anything. No, we're talking about the, <laughs> her wanting to conform to, but I want people, my lips you know, done, the, I want my the boobs daughter, done. You like, know, because this is what Young she kids sees. these days, it looks like they're looking at plastic surgery Understood, earlier. because, but but again, that's a lot of it has to do with mm-hmm. social media. Right. That they want to show, it. you know, oh, my boobs are bigger now, or my lips just got done, or I just took care of this, or just took care of that. Um, uh, look, I'm, 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 I see people... I see dads that are getting their daughter, paying for their daughters to have breast augmentation in high school. I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. Now, now also, maybe she could show her, you know, there's a lot of posts out that you'll see where how uh, social media a lot of times is illusion. It's filters. And you'll see the, 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 the true story at, next to the filtered one. And just say, listen, this girl looks just like you, but she's filtering herself to look this way. And it's just for acceptance from a bunch of strangers. So it's it's really an everyday battle with your children to raise them to know their strengths, know the positive parts of themselves, and that it's just an image that's fleeting. And maybe, you know, you show these pictures of these women that go far, too far with, with the lips, the eyes, the fillers, and stuff like that. After all, after oh, completely. All, they completely. all they, they look the same. Completely, they all look, look the same. Look, look, I mean, not not to pick on a big star, but look at Madonna. Yeah, she's completely unrecognizable. Yeah, I I had a friend of mine 
uh, not a friend, a, uh, a client that um, works in the um, in in the MetLife Center, MetLife uh, Stadium, and um, <clears throat> he was standing like five feet from Madonna for about a half hour or whatever, and he he just said to me, "I, I can't even believe." Like what she did to her face, she doesn't even look like the same person. Yeah. Now this is especially someone with her fame, almost encouraging for people to go out and transform their look. How many people are disfigured from yeah. it? It becomes an addiction. That's the problem. It becomes an addiction. You're low. Excuse me. Unfortunately, because the way social media it is is, and because these influencers. Um, Sometimes project a false image of themselves. You have these kids that are impressionable that feel like they have to measure up. They don't. Now she's 17. The only way she's going to get a breast augmentation is if she saves up and, and, and waits till she's 18 to do it. That's unlikely. All right? But if you allow her to get the lip injections, the Botox and stuff like that, you're starting a pattern of chaos. So I would just... You're not as you want to pay for it when you're 21. I can't stop you, but I'm not helping you. I'm certainly not helping you because this is why. And just lay it out very clearly. And again, it's very hard to make these kids understand that a lot of the stuff they're seeing is smoke and mirrors. You know, it's filters. It's it's uh, it's edited photos. It's all these things. Edit the waist down and stuff like that. It's all fake. And that's tragic because these kids have really a lot in their minds that they have to, um, I don't want to use the word aspire because it's a bad word, or keep up with and stuff like that. And it's a really, I wish it would stop, but I don't see it stopping anytime soon. So, you know, you've got a, a tough road ahead of you because you have to really condition your child's mind to know that they are worthy of who they are the way they are. Um, and not to go down that road because it becomes um, really an addiction and you just ruin your face, you ruin your body, and you just become one of the billions of people that look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough time for that because I think it's, it's not that dissimilar, you know, when athletes were on steroids and stuff and they were worried about how kids were going to react then. Yeah. You know, you're just impacted by what you're impacted with when you're younger and who knows where that, could, that can take you. Uh, and look, bad habits are something that's got to be broken. That's important. Yep. And cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo that, you know, I may use to break the habit of picking my toenails off in the shower instead of using a toenail clipper. They wanted you to use <laughs> your own example, and now I just out of myself on something gross. We'll move on. But, yeah, I should stop doing that. Anyway, we're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything is a bad habit. Not every thing and a bad habit is wrong so instead of a drastic uncomfortable change why not just move the bad from your habit fume is an innovative award nominated device that does just that instead of electronics fume is completely natural instead of vapor fume uses flavored air and instead of harmful chemicals fume uses all natural delicious flavors so instead of bad fume is good you understand you get it following along here it's a habit you're free to enjoy. It makes replacing your bad habits easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial. It's designed with movable parts. Very, very cool looking. I like it a lot. And for, for me, the first time, I, so I tried it, and I love the flavor. 
I loved how it felt. You know, I think I look just, I, I feel like I have a good look with it. All right. I, you know, it works for my aesthetic. I may even post a video. Okay. What for my aesthetic. What, what are we talking well, about? Well, we're talking about fume. No, I know, but well, I'll tell you how you find it, out. Is it a machine? I, I is it a pen? I, is it a thing? I'll tell you how you find out. I'll tell you how you find out. Because what I'm going to give you, Father, is, number one, a real hookup, because they hooked me up, but... We also have something for our friends, too, that want to jump on. So fumes easy to enjoy. Stopping is something we all want to put off because it's hard. But switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers, which you may be one of them soon, Dad. You'll, you'll have the look. It has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code Albi to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use Albi to save an additional 10% off your order. So head to tryfum, tryfum.com slash Albi and use code Albi to save an additional 10% off your order. So you'll be all over that soon, Pop. Wow. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be a whole, it's going to be a whole thing. You're going to be into it. But I got one of my favorite questions of all time just in just now. Okay. And I was very, very excited to read it. I was very excited to have Dad down here because this was a, something that set uh, him off years ago. But in the reverse. Dear Albie, hope you're well. So I've got a little situation on my hands. My husband's gone down this conspiracy theory rabbit hole, and it's starting to spill over to the kids. Just the other day, our youngest was squinting at the moon like she was trying to spot some hidden studio lights. Why? And our teen, <laughs> he's now side-eyeing his morning cereal like it's about to spill government secrets. I'm all for healthy skepticism and teaching our kids to question things, but how do I draw a line between that and letting them believe every wild theory out there? And why not address this without making my husband feel dismissed? Any advice on navigating this? Because I want to break this before it comes to a head and it starts really becoming a part of our children's personality. Best over my head. Well, we know, we, do, we know we don't talk about the moon in this house. We know we don't talk about the moon landing in this house. It was a problem. So we, we had uh, had seen a documentary. I was like in the sixth grade and came back and I was like, guys, you never land on the moon. And my father went off on me for I don't even know how long. <laughs> Still to this does. day. Still does. To this day. Yeah. Well, how about last week? Lauren says, you know what? I don't think we landed on the moon. Yeah, I saw that in the in the uh, in the group text. In the group test, and and then uh, we all said to her, "Listen, where have you been for the past twenty years? Because that's been the biggest argument in this house." She goes, "No, I don't think we landed on the moon." I said, "Please don't start. We finally calm down, right?" <sighs> um, not to shock you all right now, but I definitely believe we were on the moon. I definitely believe we could prove that we were on the moon. And I don't know why we're so desperate to show that we were not ever well, on the didn't moon. Didn't Buzz Aldrin say we weren't on the however, moon? However, however, <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. If the government really just wanted to, let's say, beat Russia to the moon, which is just so juvenile and stupid, um, why would we have to do it over and over again? You know, like, why do we have to go Apollo 12, Apollo 13, Apollo 14? It doesn't make any sense. So, bottom line, it's either the most easy thing to prove that they were on the moon with all kinds of debris and stuff that we left up there. Um, or 
um, pretty easy to to debunk. I I I believe that that we landed on the moon. I, I really do. I think it's just dumb to say we didn't. Uh, although the Buzz Aldrin thing, it's a little screwed up. I mean, I, I, I'm wondering like, what is up with this guy? Are they making cuts? Because uh, I've seen what you've been talking about on Instagram here and there. Like, are they are they cutting up interviews where he's like kind of joking around, or is he? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know he was a little nuts. I mean, I mean, he was a, he's a little cuckoo, especially as he got older, and he uh, and there was he's like a sex maniac or something. Yeah, he's still a, one of the best plane flights I've ever been on my whole life. Yeah, right behind Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, oh, you were, got you were on, right you were on the plane with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They got, he got separated right in front of me. It was wild. <laughs> Oh, tell your story about it was, Buzz Aldrin. It's fantastic. No, I, I mean I haven't told this story on the show for a while, right. but he he was with what I assume was his wife at the time. We were on a plane from Seattle flying to L.A. And I'm sitting down. Buzz Aldrin sits right in front of me. Can't believe this, right? So guy comes up, all sweet, Mr. Aldrin. I'm a huge fan. Can I get a, a, a... no? Get, and the the wife gives him one of these. I'll never forget it. Her nails had to be a solid two inches long. Giant rhinestones on the back with a cuticle, mm-hmm. right? And she writes him. They start having some kind of argument, and uh, she was like, "You and your whores!" She kept screaming at him, saying, "Your whores, Buzz Aldrin!" And <laughs> and and he was sitting there, and and uh, it got quiet, and then she brings up the You're the whores, Buzz Aldrin, the whores, and he goes, "Sheila." I don't know why I think her name is Sheila, but I think it was Sheila. Sheila, you said that already. Said that all loud, right? Then it gets really quiet, and I look, and all I see is these giant nails with a huge pen, okay, just writing like a mother on the back of what was like the the airline stationery or a napkin, whatever the hell it was. And she sent them this giant letter, and he just went, "Oh, geez," and shut the window, and I think he just went out. I was like, this man is an American hero, and, and here we go. But that it's was so wild. Yes. So I felt like I've been on one of the wildest right. I How about this? How many people can say that they were airborne with Buzz Aldrin and some shit like that going this down? This is true. All this right? is true. But So now the question is, what do you do in a family situation mm-hmm. where the mother does not want to have a chaotic existence because there's conspiracy theory versus what people say mm-hmm. is fact? I before you guys get it, you know, I'm just gonna put my thought out there now, okay? I'm just not one that thinks the government's batting a thousand, telling us the truth with everything. I like, you know, I'm not tin hat, but I like a fair amount of questioning because here's the thing: everything we get exposed to, one way or the other, right, has some type of filter through it. You know, whether it's what we hear about in the media, what we don't hear about in the media, whatever else. So, being someone that questions what they hear questions what they're told you know i think is a healthy and good thing i agree but there's a line the right. second it becomes a hey like we, we had uh, uh two three days ago the starlink satellite launch yes goes, and lauren is looking up all right going on and on marky freaking out the other whole all the kids in the backyard sends us the video in the group text i go that's starlink that's you know that's elon up there you know that's what i'm saying you know Al, no, you don't understand. I'm here. They're scrambling jets. Somebody's here from the Air Force. They're scrambling jets to find out what's going on. I go, that's 1,000% Starlink. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Go, go look it up, right? And 
you just see how even then in that moment, like things just get kind of twisted very, very quickly around whatever. Well, it's the fear of the unknown, number one. And number two, I agree with you. I don't think the government has ever been truly forthcoming in anything they do because for a lot of reasons, to protect us, to not make us go crazy. Talk about aliens. No aliens, no aliens, no aliens. Guess what? Oh, yeah, we have aliens. Mm. Had them for a million years. They don't want the world to go berserk, right? So, and there there are times where we they have to protect, and there are times that they're just rotten. Who the hell knows? But fact being, sure, question it. Sure, ask questions. Have a healthy debate. We have had many of major blow-ups over the moon in this house. We have, yes. Yes. Well, were you bothered when I said what I said about the moon? When Not I said it? No. Were you, were you, Dad, at the time, like, I'm going to call the school. Why are they showing them this? Yeah, listen, I, I think that it's, um, there's so much st- stupid that, that goes on in schools. It's, it's really amazing. And, and there's almost no reason for it. So, you know, I don't know how to, how to, how to go into another subject. But when you're talking about something as controversial as that, when you have no proof, of it at all and and you know like i agree the government has always been shady the government and we make the same mistakes over and over again we don't learn from history um you know we 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 go into uh, uh, conflicts and wars that we have no business being in um and and it's almost always like political in nature and 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 just sometimes old men being being idiots, uh, it, it's 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 incredible. But be that as it may, I find it impossible to believe that with all the money and resources involved in launching a rocket, because no one's going to deny they didn't send Apollo, the all the Apollo flights took off, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you saw these 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 uh, uh, vessels go up there, and all this other stuff they did. Um, all right, so let's say it was a big scam because we had to beat Russia to the moon for whatever reason. Who cares? Well, what did we get from being on the moon? What, what was so great from the fact that we landed on yeah, the moon? You know, they're racing right now. Did, it's did, the accomplishment. Did Russia ever get to the moon? Are we still the No, did, Russia, nobody ever Is this a ridiculous was, question? Nobody Are we was still ever, the only ones that ever made it? We're the only ones that were never not on the moon. We're the only, we're the only ones that ever were on the moon. We're on the moon. No, we're not on the moon. Yes, you, yes, depending on yes. what school you come from. We're the only ones claiming we were on the moon. Right. Right? Stanley Kubrick okay. interviews are a hell of a lot better than Let's assume that we were on the moon just for a second. Mm-hmm. The only reason to go to the moon now is that they want to make a base permanently. People live on the moon permanently okay, or or indefinitely, not necessarily. You, once you go, you don't. you can come back, I guess. But the bottom line is... I think they believe that they can start a Mars mission from there easier than from here. Well, you know, there's with a with no gravity. There's a with India, less gravity. Russia is racing India to get to the room now. To, to the to not the room to the Mars? moon now. Oh, moon. Yeah, which I mean, you can't go over two in that, but they are apparently losing that. Wow, it's the whole thing. I don't know. I saw. Yeah, it, I mean, Russia's it. broke. Their economy is, is the whole is a mess. It's the whole thing right now. But when it comes down to, so how do you how do you correct that? I would I would say that I would embrace it, um, but just well, which conspiracy is too far? Like, cause I I'm with embracing it too, but there'd be like one or two conspiracies that I'd be like, all right, listen, listen, man, you know we gotta we have to talk this through. You know what I mean? Uh, nine eleven. Okay. 
Was that something you would embrace or something you would talk about? Uh, I would. I would have a. Uh, that would be on the problematic side for yeah. me. Yeah, that would be on the problematic. Because we lived side. through it. Yes. Mm. Well, I think I think there's, and that's a very interesting thing because maybe that's why you you know moon maniacs, your moon, <laughs> you maniacs, okay, are are so into this. Uh, yeah, that's one that you know. But there are things that I've lived through that you know I'm like, hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's you know not going to go down that road right now, right? You know, but it's it. There are plenty of things that you know living you go, through hmm. getting older. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say like there's it, it's it's an interesting one because you've just got you know every day you're waking up and now it's like you know aliens are now like oh hey they have spacecrafts whatever it is well now you got that and the bodies that that's a, that's a pretty big one for the conspiracy folks yes. to check off the list it's right. a big win for them yes I wonder if they have that as a holiday maybe they make it as a holiday the conspiracy theory the conspira- yeah, the, the, or the, the Martians the community the community the conspiracy community maybe it's a big win for them for sure you know for forever and ever I just believe that it's a foregone conclusion in my mind that there are absolutely aliens or what I should say other life forms in the universe and and to think otherwise is just naive and stupid mm-hmm. I'm with that I, now I, whether yeah. they ever come here or not is the only thing we have to worry about it look look I, I I believe in the conspiracy theory that the Egyptians did not build the pyramids. They're entirely too perfect. Some other, oh yeah, some other so form that's, of that's life my, yeah. built I, I, the pyramids. I love the pyramid one. Yeah, I actually, I'll tell you one that is an interesting one to me lately that got you know brought up uh, after this submersible, the Titanic going down, being an inside job, really interesting. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, so apparently the the owner of the Titanic, I could be way off. Insurance of policy. It, it was that plus. It was like all these political opponents of theirs, and they had all the mega people on the on there. Let's get them down. Last last second, he doesn't board the ship. Yeah, and they said it was also they were sailing on the Mauritania, not the Titanic. So they took Titanic when it was built and brand new and painted it, and were like, no, no, no. Will sink the one that's older. That's like a replica. Uh, I guess it wasn't a replica. It's because t- do, do, do you know what I'm saying? There are holes. I Google it. There are holes. Yeah, there are know? holes in the story. In, in the story, but that's a good one yeah. to get into. Uh, right uh, now. I'll give you an example of uh, some somebody a uh, lot smarter than me uh, said this on on a, you know, on a post or a podcast or something. So we have explored. Five percent of the ocean in on, on our planet. If we want to talk about about exploration of the sea, we've we've explored about five percent of it. I mean, it's absolutely massive. We're never going to explore it all. As a matter of fact, NASA was originally started to explore the oceans, but they flipped it to space because exploring the ocean is much harder than exploring space. Um, the pressures and the depths and the rest. So what they're saying is we've explored even less of space. So if we've only explored 5% of the ocean and you take your 5% sample and that is represented by uh, a glass of water, okay? So I I go into the ocean, I take a glass of water and and I hold it up and there's no fish inside the glass. 
So can I state emphatically that there are no fish in the ocean because in my sample there are no fish? The answer, of course, is no. Now, we've explored less than 5% of the universe, and we're saying there are no Martians. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, imagine just like you're sitting around having a burger, flipping it around, and a fish just goes flying right past your barbecue. Well, what about this? Right above, hovering. What about this? What is your theory on robots, AI, amongst us? I think it's going to change everything. I think, you know, I've been a big proponent of this. It's going to send me down a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you your, you know, well, this is AL signing off <laughs> yeah. on this one. We'll get into that. Okay. Dear Albie, you have like a gmail.com. We love you all. Appreciate the community very, very much. We've got a lot of fun stuff happening. Uh, dear Don's going to make a return. I, I guess so. Yeah, just like that. All See right. you guys. Say yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>